What is going on, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Beyond Rad podcast. I am Chad, and this week we were joined by Gustav Eriksson from an awesome band out of Sweden called Abandoned by Bears. So, like I said, Abandoned by Bears is based out of Sweden. These guys are super, super fun. So they have been making music since 2012, and the band is described as easy core, which if you don't know what that is, that's basically pop punk music with like metal slash hard hard rock breakdowns. So it's a, it's a cool style, it's a very unique style, and I think it's really fun. And these guys just knock it out of the park. They recently released a brand new album, and it is just straight awesome. And I think you guys would like it, so check that out. But I'm pumped for you to hear this interview. We talked about a ton of different things, and Gustav's a really cool, cool guy. And before we jump in, though, just a few reminders. First off, check out the band's social media. I'm going to leave the, the links in the description down below. Follow them, give them a like. Do the same for the podcast. And cool news, now if you are searching with Siri, say, you know, hey Siri, ha, got your phone, um, you can actually have Siri play the newest episode of the podcast. So, going forward, every Friday morning, you can just say, hey Siri, play the Beyond Rad podcast, and boom, it'll play. So, random little news, totally just wanted to, to throw that out there. But, anyway guys, without further ado, let's just jump right on in. Well, thank you for joining me on the podcast, man. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself, and uh, then we'll talk a little bit more about the band as well. Absolutely. Uh, so I, I'm Gustav. I uh, or Gustav, as we say it in Swedish. Uh, I am the bass player of the band. Um, it's usually weird being like that. The, the, the bass player is the person doing the interviews and stuff, but I'm also kind of pulling a lot of strings behind the scenes. Oh, okay. With the videos and recordings and stuff. Awesome. So I, I usually am the one who sits on all the answers. And that's why I usually do this stuff. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Well, that's cool, man. So uh, tell us a little bit about, about the band. Obviously, um, you guys have released, what, is it three full-length albums and a few EPs? I mean, it's it's two full-length albums. Two full-length, uh, okay. Yes, two full-lengths. And there's like an EP before that that is kind of like... If, if if it had two more songs, it would be a falling. So, okay, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it looks tricky when you see it on Spotify and stuff. And then yeah. we put out some like EPs and and like singles throughout the previous like the the earlier the earlier years of the band. Yeah, man. So how long have you guys been a band? It feels it feels weird to say it now, but it's like <laughs> I think we're I think we're six years at at this point. Okay. Which is, way longer than any other bands like i'm i'm one of those dudes that had like four or five bands yeah when i was a kid and sometimes i had like three band bands at once yeah so so being in the band for so long is kind of weird but i mean like <laughs> we're all older time goes faster yeah it's weird yeah, yeah for sure so by. so what uh what do you what was the difference i guess you know you said you were in like a bunch of other bands what was the difference between those bands and and now with abandoned by bears 
personally, I got better. Like I, I know a lot of people who played in like short-lived bands that were like sounded good from the beginning. Yeah, I've kind of like the grind for me personally in bands have been like a long, lengthy process. Like my first bands were so horrible, they were <laughs> the 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 worst, and. It's, it's, it's like I wake up sweaty sometimes like, during the <laughs> nights, knowing that like the internet is scattered with with stuff with me in it. That is <laughs> that is things I don't, I don't want other people to see or listen to. That bad, but, huh? <laughs> but the difference, I guess, is I mean, I mean, it got serious. We started to like, I don't know, uh, with this band. And like in the beginning, like when this band started, I already figured out like, like recording softwares and a lot of like video editing stuff and stuff like that. Yeah. To a degree. And with this band, I kind of like got to work on those things to the point where people started to like notice us, I guess. Mm -hmm. And we figured out how to like write songs uh, in a more cohesive and like, overall like better way i mm -hmm. guess so you um, so you guys did a lot of self-production then obviously oh yeah, yeah. Like. and we and we still do like oh, okay the, the only difference now is that we, we we have our record label that let that helps us put out stuff and yeah we we get a bigger reach like all the videos still uh it's like all the videos for like our latest album yeah still, still been made by ourselves like i've i've edited all the videos uh we usually get some like ask a friend or pay a dude to like film the videos because it's hard to film yourself yeah. in a video. <laughs> yeah. But and the songs are still self-produced. We still recorded everything ourselves. Uh the difference with the newest album is that we had our a, a friend of ours named Buster who does a lot of mixing for a lot of like dark metal bands. Oh, okay. Um we had him like put his mix on the album yeah which made a little difference which is pretty cool yeah so what uh, kind of difference that, we're still self-produced that's awesome what kind of difference did it make because obviously um doing all that production yourselves and and you know obviously you, you'd done it on a few other albums prior what uh what what was the biggest difference you noticed having someone else help with that that mixing and mastering at the end i mean like just we, we, I can't like, like. At first, I think we thought that we were gonna do it ourselves again. Mm -hmm. uh, but then, like halfway through the process, we kind of like, yeah, let's. Since he kind of like, so Max, our drummer, he joined just when we released our first album. Oh, okay. And and he, Buster is kind of friend of his, so like through the half of the recording process of the second one, we were like, let's try and do it with him so we can like focus more on the songwriting yeah like the production yeah and then have him like make it sound good because it's a very very it's like it's such small small things can make a big big difference yeah and when you like you can you can make yourself crazy just pulling the controls and all that stuff yeah that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting because it's it is uh, you know it's something that that a lot of people don't think about, right? Like when you have that full creative control, you can almost get yourself into 
tunnel vision where you can oh, only yeah, see ex- it one exactly. way. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like the first album, I wouldn't say like so we started recording it before we had a before we had a record deal. Mm-hmm. And when we got the like the record deal and we like took a step back and and looked at the album and we were we were like okay, so it's it it all just turned a little bit more serious. So we got like figure some stuff out so we like yeah made some new songs erased some old ones and like kind of like changed it up just because we knew more people would hear it so i mean like and that can be i think it could be a a blessing and a curse the fact that you can get like stuck just working on the the smallest thing that no one would ever no one outside (laughs) the band would ever care about you know yeah so how do you i mean in in terms of that how do you guys get yourselves past that kind of hurdle of of saying this is exactly how i want it i have to make it this way kind of bridging that gap between i have to get something out there but i also want it to be exactly how i want it to be how how do you guys kind of bridge that hurdle i don't know like sometimes it's hard you gotta you gotta be able to kill your darlings and i mean it's you just gotta like kind of look at it from an outside perspective Mm -hmm. sometimes we made songs that we like think like oh this is so cool this is like this technical guitar riff and then we try to put a vocal melody on top of that guitar riff because a song without like vocals in the kind of music we play kind of doesn't make any sense or i don't know maybe sometime we'll make an instrumental but up to this point we haven't mm-hmm. and then when you start to record the vocals you figure out like oh sh- this is there's <laughs> so, so much stuff happening in the background to make yeah. this work it's like it's not gonna happen so we had we like put stuff to the side okay um but i mean like you just gotta be able to kind of look at it it, like as a whole thing i guess yeah for sure like get 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 too uh stuck on the like nitty-gritty stuff see that that makes a lot of sense to me and i mean i guess that explains why i follow you guys on like on uh instagram and uh, that also explains why you guys have been you have that whole vault of, of songs that just didn't end up on the new album. Right. Oh, yeah. 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 We started to like we had, had like new now, especially now during the wind times, like we after we came home from our last tour, they were all like doing moving from different different places. And we were all kind of busy with our personal stuff. Mm-hmm. So we kind of wanted to still keep it, keep something, put something up. So we like looked through. And we have like, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Those <laughs> clips, the clips we're putting up, we have so much stuff. Yeah. But it's like, it's, it's hard to explain. There's so much stuff. There's so <laughs> much stuff that, that is just, I would love to show, but maybe not in a, in like on social networks because some stuff is just so stupid or like funny. <laughs> See, and that's one day, maybe, maybe. Yeah, that's that's the interesting part, right? That's like the magical part of it is that is that you as a band, you guys have created so much. Obviously, you already have one album or one EP that was like B-sides, right? Like songs that just didn't end up on albums that you liked that you put out there. And so it's 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 so it's so dumb because we when I look back at that, that's our like first EP. mm -hmm. So like when we. So what we did was, uh, like, looking back at it now, I'm like, it's such a stupid move. <laughs> we at first we did like, like back in, in the beginning we did two songs. We put out a video. We put out like one of those lyric videos. Yeah. And then we put out 
uh, like a third song. And then we started releasing like more singles. But like in between those singles, we made that EP and called it Parasites. Mm -hmm. as like a as like a B side thing. Yeah, but it's weird because we never put out like a not like a real an cool, actual like a yeah real an A side. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So there's like a B side without an A side. That's funny. It's <laughs> it's so dumb. I just think we were like back then we weren't as serious. Yeah. And we were playing, like making songs was, were more effortless because we didn't think that much about it. We just yeah. made stuff and we had a lot of like synthesizers. It's so we kind of like, I don't know. We didn't really think about it. It sounded funny. B-sides, bear-sides. Yeah, yeah. It's like a bear with a skateboard. Yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Now, like looking back at it, it's kind of like. It's pretty far from we are what we are now. Yeah, I mean, just but, looking at the evolution of like of like the CD covers from your previous uh, yeah. stuff till till now, it's like it went from you know kind of a playful art style to you know Headstorm is is a it's it's more of like a a concept like a, a serious more serious concept art right, and so yeah. it it definitely I think there's been an evolution there, which I think is, is really important for bands in general to evolve and grow over time. But I feel like yeah, for sure. Headstorm itself, I, I kind of want to go into that. Cause like this new album is just so there's so many things that I feel like you guys didn't do in the past that you did on this album that still keep your same abandoned by bear style, like the feel, like the kind of like the, the underlying um, feeling of your music. But you guys mm -hmm. did so much more like Grayscale is it was a completely new direction um, from my perspective, at least. Um, and then obviously, um, I can't think of the name of the song. I don't know why it just spaced me. But um, you guys did a more of a ballad type song. And so. Oh, yeah. Outrun uh, Reality. Yeah. Like, uh, which is yeah, one of my favorite exactly. songs on the album on the album. I think oh, it's fantastic. Um, so awesome. kind of talk about how maybe maybe even it might be a longer story, kind of the the evolution of the band to this point where you're at now? I mean, like, so at first when we started out, we were like, okay, so there was a couple of bands we were like looking at and we're like, we want to emulate this our way. So, uh, of course, Four Years Strong was like one of the main influences. Yeah. Like earlier, Four Years Strong with a lot of synthesizers. Mm -hmm. uh, the French band, Shunk, No Captain Shunk, their earlier stuff was an influence yeah and then like throughout this the ep and then the album and then the last album we kind of like moved into something we want to do on our own but one band like not the music itself is an inspiration for like okay it kind of is in some ways but like the whole feel of the band is uh the british band anti shikari for me at least oh okay like, I, can, I, can, I can't speak for everyone but the fact that like if you ever, did you ever listen to them? I've heard of, I've heard a few of their songs. Yes. But okay, I don't know so a whole lot of their music. The thing with that band is like, they started out as this kind of like dorky metal Corey synthy kind of like very Britishy band. Mm -hmm. And they made like songs that you could like, it, it all had like a, this, um, you could like, you can hear that it's the same band playing, but like they kind of like, on later albums started to make songs with that kind of like switch in genre like heavily and yeah. it's cool because no one questions it uh, <laughs> which is which is it's i mean they have like the creative freedom they have as a band 
is pretty amazing. Like there's yeah. so many bands, like for example, a metal band. Uh, a lot of metal bands can't go too far out of their like zone without getting like hate from uh, from fans. Yeah, getting especially, attacked basically. It, it, yeah, especially metal where the fans are very protective of of the music. Yep. Uh, metal fans are probably the best fans for a band because they're st- they're like so they're so protective of the bands but yeah. also like the bands themselves can't go too crazy <laughs> that and makes sense I, I, i'm not saying we're on that level as in chikari not even close but since we started to like play around with making angrier songs and already in the beginning had like synthesizers and stuff we've kind of made it for ourselves so that we can do these like weird songs that kind of like sway off the the path yeah that people are used to which is which is kind of like like a nice little freedom and i mean like grayscale is not the first like super angry song we made but it's probably like the the heaviest songs it's the first time we used bass beats yeah max joined he he uh he's a very he's very technical Mm-hmm. Uh, he can do some technical stuff and he like knows how to play bass, bass beats and stuff. Yeah. So like, let's try to incorporate that in the song. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean like, and, and for some reason we didn't think it would, but for some reason that song got a lot of like thumbs up from listeners and stuff. So I'm pretty sure we'll make more stuff like that, like heavier stuff. Yeah. But still like, I love. I love stuff that is that is like major major key stuff. Yeah, and I th- I think it's cool to like mix songs can be written in major key but still have like a like a emo kind of vibe to it. Yeah, the breakdowns that's, and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's, that's what I that's think is cool. Idea. I think that that the genre in general that you know the the easy core genre had a rise probably like maybe two thousand ten ish and. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sure. And, you know, a day to remember kind of like headed a lot of it off for that, that genre. And then they just kind of went further down the, the harder, you know, harder genre style and kind of broke off Four years strong kind of, I mean, their most recent album was like basically acoustic. And so it's, it's been a, it's been a change. They're like, they're like, uh, I listened to the, 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 not the acoustic one, but the one before that. Mm-hmm. The one with the one with the crazy artwork with like bongs and <laughs> like hippie hippie patterns and stuff. Yeah. And it still has like the easy core, like it's major key and it's kind of shuggy and there's a lot of like fun rhythms, but it's kind of like grungy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not it's not as like the super tight mix, like super polished. It's kind of like gritty and it's super cool. Yeah. So you can like hear the easy core roots or whatever, if you can say that it's such a, such a like young genre. So I don't yeah. know if you can say that, but, <laughs> but still, but it's still like very, it's, it's, it's still like their own thing. Yeah. The same thing. Even, even with the albums before that, I would say they're like, they did their own thing. Yeah. And I mean like the other band we were talking about, Chunk No Captain Chunk, they, they were like early on, playing the easy core thing but like with the super low tune guitars yep and like the very very jumpy riffs yep that was a big influence for us in the beginning uh i would say when we started like 
try to find our own thing. We kind of like swayed more to like an emo kind of thing. We're all, we're like, if there's one genre we all listen to at one point in our band, that's one thing we talked about, which is pretty funny. Like, you know how all bands have had like, you've been 14 years or 14 year olds and had like, weird faces we all in our band even though we look pretty different now we've all had the the black hair and the hairspray and the the the, the emo face basically so we all have like this love for i don't know seo sin and and uh, census fail and uh, all those bands yeah see that the the coolest thing to me is that all those like i I never went through like the the look of that phase, but I'm still in the music phase of it, right? <laughs> so oh, I yeah. uh, I never you, you you did what we all should have done. Just, <laughs> yeah, just I can look back on music. my pictures in in high school and realize, you know, I may not have been the most stylish, but I wasn't like I wasn't extreme. <laughs> so, oh, dude, I I I when, even when I find like the like the pictures from like seventh grade and eighth grade, like I. I puke a little bit in my mouth. <laughs> it's it's like it's it's hard to look at. But you were so proud of it when it was your MySpace profile pic, oh, right? Oh yeah, dude. And I, <laughs> dude. Yeah, and I was like, dude, this is me. Like to my parents, I said, like, this is me. I'm not gonna change. This is who I am. <laughs> like, like this is this is this is it. I found myself, and like, no, oh, it's crazy. <laughs> I look like I look like an idiot, you know. Yeah. Some, some people, even though they were young, kind of like girls, especially pulled off the emo thing pretty good. I mean, like, but I don't know. Yeah. Not it's all horrible. of us could, could rock it. Like, um, what's his oh, name from AFI, no. you know, you know, where it just kind of <laughs> no, seemed no. natural. <laughs> I don't know. I looked awkward. <laughs> well, yeah, it's just, a, it's just one of those phases that a lot of teenagers go through and some people, it's, they it's make funny. it extreme, but <laughs> yeah, 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 it's funny because in Sweden or at least in my school there was like a couple of kids emo kids but there wasn't many of them mm-hmm. and I know that people that went to the same like high school and stuff with me at that time probably like will remember me oh he's the, he's the, the that guy you know what I mean <laughs> the emo guy yeah <laughs> yeah see and you know I at least at mark. least you're memorable right <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly so yeah. you guys you said all the members of the band at one point had that phase then. So it wasn't just you. So now you found people oh, no, no. who are kind of your, yeah, uh, your, your true, you know, your true self back in the day, you guys all, you all come together and realize, wow, we, we all went through that phase. <laughs> there's a, there's a little age difference between us. Like I'm the oldest one. I'm born in 91. Okay. Leon and Jacob is born in 94. So it's not, it's not a big difference, but yeah. they, had the face like during the same years, but they were like three years younger. So oh, okay. it was a bit more forgive, forgivable for them. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's funny. That's it's, awesome. It's what, what I would do to take that, take that, they take that back. <laughs> <laughs> be able to look at your pictures from junior high and be like, you know what? I was okay. When I was in middle school, I, I wasn't too, uh, I wasn't too bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So and now oh, go I, I figure it out later on though. So it's like, no, I guess, I'm more, I don't know, comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So you guys, you guys kind of come together and and have that sound that you enjoy. Um, How did, how did you guys kind of, I guess, start as a band? That's something that's always fun for me to know is, is like when you guys 
come together. You, you've, I'm assuming you're not the only one who had a bunch of bands prior to Abandoned by Bears. Um, so how oh, do you no, guys no, no. how did you guys find each other and and create you know decide hey we're gonna make music together and this is the style that we're gonna do how did you guys decide? Pretty easy, like me. So I had so. I would say like two years prior, like one and a half year prior to this band starting, I had like a pop punk Easycore band. It's more of like a more pop punky band, but we had like the Easycore break and stuff. I uh-huh. always try to put that stuff in that band. Yeah. But there was like, it was hard because the, the members of that band weren't too fond of like double pedal stuff. They were more like into fast, fast paced pop punk. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and at about. the same time, like Frederick, uh, the guy who screams and sings went through the exact same thing with his band. He played oh, okay. in a pop punk band, listened to a lot of Four Year Strong, and we kind of like talked on the internet. Basically, in MySpace days, we talked on the internet, and like, uh, I think he like contacted me because I play. He heard my band, and he showed his band, and we became friends. We hung out like. We met each other like one summer, a year later, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And we like supported each other's bands and had that stuff going. But we never talked about playing the band together because we lived pretty far away from each other. Yeah. Uh, and we were younger. It's not as easy like traveling far distances at that age. And after that band, I started playing in like more of a metalcore kind of post hardcore band. Oh, okay. That was short lived. I think we. Kept it going for a year or so. Frederick started playing in a in a metalcore band like Parkway Drive, early Parkway Drive, yeah, inspired kind of thing, yeah. And he played with Jacob, who plays guitar in the band now. Uh, and I think one like one summer or something when Frederick like came to my whole like hometown Gothenburg and hung out with me, we started like just recording stuff for fun, and mm-hmm. then we kind of like question our like ask ourselves like why haven't we talked about starting a band we're like good friends we like the same music we get along it's it made sense so we like we uh we we just started making music basically we had two different members before that that later left the band and after like a year into it we leon joined as a second vocalist max joined maybe like three years into it Mm -hmm. and since Max joined, the band kind of like took this more serious turn. Okay, and we've been able to do all the like the, the like the more crazy stuff that that I personally never thought we would be able to do, like touring the states and stuff. Yeah, that's awesome, and that's that's a crazy transition, you know, taking it that seriously because, um, you know, when you uh, when you kind of make that transition, were were you guys already on a label at that point then? on uh, victory records at that point uh we were on victory records when max joined oh, okay uh we've been on victory records for like half a year in secrecy but we didn't oh, announce okay. it until until max like joined the band basically got it got like, it we, we we signed and instead of like saying hey we signed we were gonna like make it this thing where we released an album with it and yeah the whole release deal that's awesome. And yeah. So, so you guys, he joins the band and you guys start taking it more seriously. At what point was that? Um, when that happened? This was, I think it's like, Oh, I'm trying to think 2016 February. Okay. 
I think around that time, February, April, some, some, somewhere around that. I think like we left late April, like to do our first American tour. We left late April, yeah, or the month after that, and we toured for three and a half months, and that's like the longest touring up to this point we've ever done. Yeah, and, and then we went home. Okay. For a bit and started to like work on new stuff. That's awesome. And that was that was when the the Years Ahead album was exactly. released. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That was like a release tour kind of thing. And okay. To make like it worth like for us coming from so far away to tour America, we could like make it worthwhile. We toured for a long time. Yeah, for and sure. It was, it was it was it's it was an experience in like a good experience in many ways. It's very hard. Like it was, I'm not going to lie. It was like one of the hardest things I've ever done. Like just playing, yeah. being in a totally different country, like speaking a different language every day, like all these different things. Yeah. It made, made it super hard, but we figured it out. Yeah. Like it, yeah. You and said you were, gone for, <laughs> you were gone for how long it was? Three and a half months. Yeah. That's a, it's a long time <laughs> to be, it's, to be away. Yeah, and we've talked with bands like from America. We've toured with, and they've been like, "What the hell?" That's like, like, and and yeah, there's there's not a lot of bands toured for that long, like their first thing. Yeah, so and that survive it. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm not it's it, I'm I'm um I'm super proud of the the fact that we actually got through that and still made it out as a band yeah for sure that's something i i'll be proud of too i think that's that's it's telling of of first off the dedication and what you guys wanted out of it but it's also telling about like just like the um kind of the the personalities of the group which i think is is just as important as the desire to uh to play music is making sure that you're in a group of guys who uh have kind of the same standard for what you're expecting right Hell yeah! I mean, it's it it's weird. We were good friends even before, like going on this tour. Not maybe with Max because he was such a new member, but now for sure we're like very close. Even though, like for for now, for example, we've had this uh, time to like figure out like private stuff and personal stuff, like not being with each other for every day yeah. for like two months. Uh, I mean, before that we were on a tour for like another two months. So it's not that long ago, but still we're like, we're like good friends. I mean, even if the band ended tomorrow, we would probably like be, be friends forever. I think, I think that's Sounds awesome. Super cheesy. No, no, super that's cool. <laughs> that's super cool. I think there's something about like, making music and like the like just watching the videos that you guys have been releasing you know obviously you have two parts so far of the u.s tour that you just recently did i mean it's just cool seeing seeing it all and just kind of like it kind of shows how much fun you guys have and i think that's the magic of creating a fan base that lasts is the is magic seeing of that. editing as well <laughs> i mean like I'm not, that's true i'm not, I'm not gonna like there's there's like you can sugarcoat it how much you want. There is there is times when it's hard touring. I mean like oh yeah, when, I believe you're, that. when you're one and a half month into like a two month tour, there is you're missing girlfriends, you're missing stuff at home. But it's still like 
when you've been home for like half a year or like we've been home for like even like two, three months, you're, you're still being like, oh shit, I miss touring or miss being <laughs> on these, adve- these adventures. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, with that, that's, that's something, you know, so you, you said you went to the U S for the first time on tour in 2016, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And, uh, you, you've been back, I mean, at least a few more times, um, Three times in total. First okay. time, three and a half months. Second time, one and a half months. And now the last time we were there for like two months, two and a, two months and a week and a half. So yes. almost two and a half months. Yeah, that's so cool. I and that one, that one, I uh, I was really bummed. I missed the show you guys played here in Salt Lake. I was I was so stoked because it was with Boys of Fall and that would have been a really cool show. And oh, then, they're super, oh, very good band. Yeah, and they're so cool. Nice yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was sure. such, yeah, it's such a, and I was played, so bummed. And we, and we played like the thing with Salt Lake City. I think we played Salt Lake City every time we've been to, it's weird with Salt Lake City because first time we came here, we played the worst show we've ever played. We played, <laughs> uh, we played a place called the Loading Dock. You know what that is? Yeah, that little, little tiny venue. Man. Oh, little, yeah. very small. Very venue. small. <laughs> it's, it's basically like a, it's like a. It's literally a loading dock for trucks. <laughs> it's a loading dock. It's like a hallway with a stage at the end of it. Exactly. And we played a show. I think both Leon and Frederick were sick. We've had like a hard, like a long drive, like one of those 24 hours. Yeah. From somewhere to, to Salt Lake City. And we played a show and I think like at the end of the show, we said like, sorry, like next time we're going to be better. <laughs> no, no one really seemed to care. I'm not going to lie. It wasn't the most attendance we've had yeah. either. It was maybe like, I was, it was not a lot of people. It wasn't the, the highest point of our boring <laughs> life in America, but the second time it was better. And this time we were kind of like still you know you you mix up all the places yeah so we figure out afterwards that the second time we've been there we mix that up with another state so we're like oh salt lake city oh shit that's the place where we played a really bad show not thinking that we've already played a second show the, the <laughs> 2017 that actually was a good show yeah but so when we came to salt lake city this year we were so surprised of how like nice and there's like we played like this also weird venue kill the like court yeah, like yeah a, the little garage someone's, yeah, it's like <laughs> super, almost weirder yeah but there was still like a bunch of people who came out super nice people very friendly we got to chat with some of them and it was like a very really friendly environment yeah and yeah so we had we had a really good show and we were super surprised that so many people actually came out to the show with it with that first very first show we ever had at salt lake city in mind yeah <laughs> it's funny yeah, yeah like salt lake has some has some really interesting dynamics to it like utah in general does like a lot of a lot of the you know the people here follow mainstream music pretty closely and so that's the stuff that does really well here and so you know like Every, you know warped tour is pretty was pretty much the only time that you'd see all of those all the kids who uh you know dress the way that you were talking about and all the people who just love pop punk and love the metal that's the yeah. only time that you'd actually see a large amount of them because <laughs> like i just went and saw with confidence and broadside and uh 
and sleep on it. And I, I saw them at Kilby oh, Court sick. and it was a great show. They, pl- they played at Kilby Court. That's crazy. Yeah. Dude, right. That's crazy. That's what I'm saying like, is, is, and, and as it is, is coming in February and they're playing the loading dock. Right. And it's like, as it is, is playing the loaded loading dock. That's crazy. Um, but that's just, that's how Utah is. It's just weird. <laughs> am, am I, am I wrong? If there's a venue, like basically in the same building as a loading dock, but on the other side, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's called club sound. <laughs> it's uh, yes, so it's typically we, a nightclub, but it's, but they do concerts there too. <laughs> we played there in 2017 with Carousel Kings. Oh, okay. And yeah. 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 And that was a good show. But Dude. that's the one show we kind of like couldn't. We mixed it up with another venue in like Colorado, yeah, or some stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, it's weird. There, pretty much all the venues in Salt Lake City are all within like you know four blocks of each other. You've got Kilby Court, Loading Dock. All of them are are within like a two minute drive of one another. So it's like a it's a very small small area. <laughs> now when now when I think about it, we played Kilby Court twice. We played Kilby Court in 2016, the first year we came at the end, the very end of the tour. Oh, really? Uh, we played with a, with a band from Baltimore called Chasing Morgan. Oh, okay. I haven't heard of them. Uh, I, I know all the other ones that you've mentioned, but I haven't heard them, so I'll have to check them out. <laughs> so with... I, I'm, I might be mixing it up, but it's, it's, it's a blur. There's so <laughs> Dude, There's so many and that's, that's actually one of the questions I had was like, with touring going to a completely foreign country, you know, dealing with just a completely different world in general. Um, what was like your, your most favorite part, like the best part about, about coming to the U S or just touring around in general, maybe not the U S maybe if you've gone to like even other European countries that are a little different than Sweden. Um, what was like your favorite thing about that touring internationally? In, in America, especially like the fact that you can be in the weirdest city in the middle of freaking nowhere. It could be like, <laughs> it could be, it, it could be so weird. You could, when you start to like question what the hell am I doing? But then there's like this one guy or these two guys who shows up with like a, with a, like a shirt with your band's name on it. And you're like, how the hell do you even have internet? You know, that, that kind of thing. <laughs> and you're like, it's so cool that like, America compared to Sweden is like a huge country. I think Sweden is like half of Texas, if even that. Dang. Yeah. That's- so it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like here, if you play a show, it has to be one of like the, one of the bigger cities. Yeah. And it has to be with a bigger band. Mm-hmm. Like we, so to put it in perspective, we, I think we played like in six years, we played 10 shows in Sweden. Oh, wow. Uh, but we've played, just under 200 shows in America. I That's think we crazy. played like 100, 180 shows in America, which is, and even though we played so few shows in Sweden, there's always more people coming out to the America shows. And I'm not saying we have like this crazy attendance at every show. There's always better in like the bigger cities. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be variety some, for sure. Yeah. Some cities have, have a, like a better pop punk scene. Like some cities, you you know the whole that whole thing. Oh, of course, but yeah. S- but still, in general, like to get someone to come to a show in Sweden compared to America, it's it's so different. People are so more. They're still very like they're they're stoked about going to live shows. Yeah. While in Sweden, it's more like a. I 
it's it's weird. Yeah, <laughs> there has to be the show has to have like one of the bigger bands that you have to see, or else no one comes. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's weird. That's that's an interesting dynamic. Yeah, I um though though it's it's been getting better lately. There's more bands popping up, and with more bands popping up, uh, people are more stoked to go to shows. So I mean, like I'm not. It's it's not horrible. Yeah, uh, it's been getting better. It was really good back in the day. Like you back back ten years. Yeah, like when the whole like emo thing was was like in its heyday for sure. <laughs> uh, we had like we had like festivals. We had a festival in my hometown with like Paramore and oh, that's Third cool. Stick Mars, and it's like this was this like big emo pop punk kind of festival thing. Yeah, but with like the whole EDM phase, especially in Sweden. Out. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh Sweden, I I always say this, uh, but Sweden is very. Like we like what what's what is a good an export, like what what works outside of Sweden. Oh, the, the Swedish yeah. things that works outside of Sweden gets popular in Sweden. So oh, let's okay. say there's this artist who makes songs, and no one in Sweden cares about him, and uh, until his songs are popular sudden, outside of Sweden, and then it's like, yeah, I, heard, <laughs> I like I liked him before he was famous. That kind of deal, <laughs> and. For a while, we had these big like EDM house artists like Avicii and Swedish House Mafia, and they made it big outside. And that was like the thing for a while. Like all yeah. these emo festivals, all these metal festivals turned into EDM like, ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For real. I was like, we have in Sweden, we had like three in my hometown during the summer, we had like three festivals. Uh, one that is still around, it's a metal festival. You remember what I said about the metal fans? They're uh-huh. like the. There's, there's, they stay true. Dedicated. Thing. <laughs> yeah. But they the, like the hardcore thing and the pop punk thing and the emo thing, it disappeared and yeah. it hasn't been a thing for like four or five years. But instead, during the summer, we have this thing called, I, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like a DJ. 16 year olds go and try ecstasy for the first time and, <laughs> you know. It's just that, it's just the trip fest, a big giant, uh, Big giant rave during the day, huh? <laughs> basically, it's yeah. Basically, <laughs> I mean, if you're into that, that's that's awesome. I mean, like if you're, you don't have to go. I mean, it's not everyone goes there to like. Yeah, yeah, of course, like, of course. But it's, but it's. I mean, if you're into that kind of music, it's awesome for those people that they have a festival where that is like solely for that kind of music. But it's sad that our stuff disappeared i guess yeah but it's getting it, back it's it is it's getting yeah back. i mean like torches is from there in sweden that's another band that i'm a huge fan of um i don't know if they're near where you guys are at but i know that they just recently oh, they're, signed they're from, they're from stockholm yeah yeah and they just recently signed with victory records as well so so i mean there's you know sweden's got some got some some champs there so i'm <laughs> it's, oh it's, hell yeah we got we had, there's there's some bands that are like making making their way uh outside of sweden and like there's there's a lot of band who has some has good luck in like Germany. Germany is a good scene for. I've heard, yeah, I know, music, yeah, yeah, I know. I uh, I talked with David Alexander uh, from Carousel Kings, and he they I mean they crushed it in Germany. They they went and did a tour. Oh in hell Germany yeah, and- we played we played two shows in the beginning of this year in Germany, and it was one of the some of the better shows. Yeah, we've had in in Europe. It was super fun, and That's they awesome. take care of the artists. Like it's uh it's like that's that's one thing with america is that like shows are being 
can put up all the time. Yeah. It's like if you go to a city that is somewhat big, you can like point at any direction and walk for like 10 minutes yep. and there will there'll be a show on the way. Yeah, for that's, sure. That's 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 not a thing in like Europe. So oh, when okay. a band comes around, that when a band in some cities, I mean like Berlin, for example, that's a huge city. Yeah. And there's a lot of crazy things happening all the time. I mean those kind of cities, but like in other smaller towns like a salt lake type city where it's like you know pretty small population that's not going to be common exactly so so when a band comes around it's more they're more like they're more uh, handle like royalties or whatever (laughs) that's awesome though see and that's something that's so that's so different here in utah like because like here there's been there've been concerts constantly coming through and like for a while like really close to where I live. It's about an hour south of Salt Lake City. Um it grew really big here and it was it's in Provo, Utah. And so like the the scene here is constantly changing and evolving, but uh it's it's different than, you know, cuz there was all there's I mean, still there's always concerts going on constantly. You can find something and so it's oh, that's a yeah. very different perspective than than I have. And so it's it's kind of fun to see how, you know, in spite of it all, you guys have persisted and created this awesome band and continue to uh to push forward because it's like like i said here here in the u.s like there's just demand there's so much there's so many different places right like you were saying you know being in the middle of nowhere and you're like what what am i doing here do you even have internet like there's there's still demand in those places for for all different types of music and so there's just like such a diverse um amount of of music and so it's just fun I mean, like you could have been like a like I don't know, like a like a weird dude with like a drum on your head, like screaming in a microphone, <laughs> and you could still have like a draw at some at some places. This yep. like, it's, and that would never work in Sweden. So it's weird, also like coming there and getting used to that. But, but with that comes a more like casual, yeah, casual kind of feel like. some shows we played doesn't it feel sometimes that they aren't it's not the biggest thing for that person you know yeah it's almost a dime a dozen show yeah it's like oh this is my fourth show this week you know something like that and you're like oh okay while in some other places it's like oh this is my this is the show of the month or something you know something yeah like that. yeah and that it's very true right it's like that supply and demand thing when you've got a when you've got a huge supply the demand decreases so the number of people showing up to concerts and stuff decreases which makes it more difficult for bands to tour and it's hard for yeah, me because yeah, i'm like yeah. i want them to come through but because there's so many bands coming through you know like for example um as it is playing at the loading dock, it's like, it's crazy to me to think that, but then you realize, Oh, that's because literally that same week, um, at the larger venue, um, they're not coming through anymore, but, um, what's the, I just, I totally just spaced the tonight alive is coming, was, was planning on coming through that same week. Right. And it was like, that's, that's the type of dynamic that there was. And so as it is, was in the smaller venue and it's just kind of interesting. And so you're right. There's when there's so much going around and that's what I think, you know, the, the hard part is with like Spotify and Apple music is there's just so much that it dilutes all the good stuff sometimes. Oh dude, it's crazy. Like just like, I'm not 
old. Like I'm not, I'm not you're 27. Old, but you're, I'm, you're young. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm young, but I'm older than some people like in bands and stuff. Like we've toured with bands that are like in their thirties. Yeah. We've also toured with bands where like some members are, haven't like, are, are like lower than 20. Yeah. You know? So it's like, I still remember like the, the days where you kind of had like hunt for music. Oh it yeah. Was more of a no- novelty finding music on the internet. I, mm-hmm. I remember like the dial up modems. Oh yeah. <laughs> and not being able to like download music and like music, you bought CDs or you went to like a lawn party and like emptied your friend's hard drive of music and like, yep. or like brought like CDs to school and stuff like that. Now it's like, we're so spoiled when it comes to like the whole on demand thing. Yep. It's crazy. Like, and there's so, I would, I don't think there, that there's more bands now than back then. It's just that all these bands can make themselves heard. Yep. Exactly. You know, you know how you sometimes, when you look at today, this day and age, you're like, Oh, it feels like there's a lot of idiots all around you but then you kind of like they're more out. they're just more loud now yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have it's, a platform it's, it's, yeah it's not that they're more it's just that they figured out how to make themselves heard yep you know there's always been idiots exactly so, <laughs> it's not disproportionate so it, to nowadays it's just it's the the volume of their idiocy is a little bit more disproportionate is all <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and that kind of like so it can be this artist that is like he's huge that plays like arena shows and it feels like you listen to this band and you follow this band and they do all these great things and then you tell a friend have you heard this band and they're like who are they you know what i mean yep it's you gotta like to know about something you gotta actively follow it yep. or else it gets drowned out in all the other stuff you know what i mean yeah it gets drowned out by algorithms right like I'm like, man, exactly. I follow I follow all my favorite bands on on Instagram and yet I still don't see half of their posts. And it's like, I, I mean, I understand the the fact, right? Like I don't have the attention span to take it all in anyway. And so, and, you know, Facebook says, well, we know better than you and we're going to just post the stuff in front of you that that you're going to actually like and look at. And it's like, OK, but it's back in the day. I mean, after after school, every single day I was going home. And I was going to pure volume and I was finding all of these bands and I was finding all this music. And I was like, man, how cool is this? I found a band from from outside of the US. And that was like huge. Right. Like all my friends were like, how did you find this band? They're so random. And it's like, dude, don't don't question me. I've got this. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And nowadays it's just not as as magical. (laughs) First time that you I mean, like the first bands you listen to are usually stuff that's getting passed on on from like a brother or a family member in general yep. like yep. the first bands i listened to was like stuff my dad showed me but then <laughs> you know the the new, the feeling of finding a band for yourself not like not like hearing an album or hearing something on the radio and like getting the cd that's one thing but the first time where you found this weird obscure band you found like a their homepage when bands still had yep. those yeah and you like downloaded their music on your own and it's like oh i found this band yeah no one i know knows about this band this is like my find yep and you're playing Uh, that song on your myspace page when people go they're like dude who's that band and you're like yeah that's right that i I found (laughs) it oh yeah yeah you could put like 
you could like put your favorites on your own page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You I can remember- you can embed it into your MySpace page and like, oh yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when there was this like this hacky website you could use also to like sometimes band didn't let you download the songs. They were just for like stream. And I found this hacky website where you could like put in the MySpace um, uh, URL or whatever you call it. And, and it'll like download down- <laughs> and still download the songs. Yep. Yeah. There yeah. was, there was that. And then there was also like, you know, when YouTube started kind of picking up back in what would have been like 2007, 2008. And a lot of the bands were posting like just people maybe even were just posting lyric videos onto YouTube oh, yeah, yeah. and you could just maybe like with, copy. Yeah. yeah. You could just copy the, the URL into a YouTube to MP3 downloader. And it's just like, those are the things that kids yeah. nowadays just don't get. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and that's like YouTube. It's crazy. I remember now. Now, didn't YouTube get? I think they got into their own like music service kind of thing as yeah. well. Now, yeah, they have. It's it's still like videos, and it's still a way for like like the bands to post specific things. But yeah, like there's a way to watch ad free and all this stuff by paying like a monthly subscription to YouTube Music. Uh, and yeah, it's just a different world, and it's it's fun. I love having like. Quite honestly, that's how I found your your band, right? Is like I yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh I went to Yellow Cards final tour, right? Their final re- um I guess just show that they ever played in Houston, right? And I'm like, okay. And I was so stoked. And then I find then at the show, like Torches played. And I found out they're from Sweden. I was like, oh, that's really cool. So I look up like Torches and I'm learning more about their music. I'm listening to it. And then in the similar artists page or similar bands page down at the <laughs> bottom, I find abandoned by bears. I'm like, Oh, okay, let's That's check crazy. them out. Right. And it was just kind of like this. It's the little rabbit hole that you kind of go down in, but it's, it's still yeah. just the, the, there's still that magic of finding a new band. It's just like, it's, it's just more readily available, which is convenient, but it's also, um, it's just different. Right. And so I think there's still an appreciation for music. And I think, a lot of the the appreciation that people find for music is is still going to be just as strong. They just it's just harder to keep it from being drowned out, like you said. Oh, oh, hell yeah! Like so, like Leon, our singer, for example, showed me this. I think she is British. I'm not sure, but it's like this pop artist. Her name is Billie Eilish. She's like a 16 year old, uh, kind of like. Uh, weird looking young girl who makes amazing music. She's like a very talented singer mm-hmm. and she has like millions of plays. And he showed me like, he showed me her and I was like, what the hell? How haven't I seen about this? Yeah. If this happened like early two thousands, like think of a 16 year old yeah. girl that sings amazing and makes this weird kind of like, I wouldn't say almost creepy videos. And then you're like, if this happened in the early 2000s, everybody would know about it. Yep. But like, he had to like show me and like, like tell me about it, or else I would have probably never figured out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like there's, there's, there's those those few artists nowadays that everybody knows about. But it's like, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. And it's 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 fun. It's just like, like for for me, I guess. Um, that I, I kind of brings up a question for me is obviously, you know, where you said you picked up, started doing the videos and started doing um, it's 
obviously, you know, hopefully you you found a passion for it and you enjoy it, but it's also almost a necessity to have really, really well-made oh, yeah, yeah, videos yeah. and have really well-made social media posts and to keep yourself relevant. And it's like, your music is phenomenal, but that Thank you. nowadays that almost isn't enough for some people. You know what I mean? Oh, hell no, dude. You could record yourself like farting in a, in a jar. <laughs> as long as you have like some cool visuals to it. Like it's the music kind of like took a backseat. It's yeah. weird. We, we're in luck that we are so like, we are so self-driven. Like we've talked a lot about how we could like kind of maybe, because even though we are, we're far from how like, we we could be way more productive we could do stuff yeah. even better like you know and like we we're always talking about how we can like step step it up a bit but it's like hard like everybody has their their like private stuff you gotta like keep track of your life or else yeah for sure yeah you you can't just do the band uh or everything will like fall apart but it's like i mean it's weird it's weird how you have to like keep track of everything nowadays and it's like videos are such a big thing like being you you, you remember like back in the day as well as like a like a famous person like a movie star for example like the 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 if it was kind of like the mystery with like famous people not like you couldn't like talk to them you know the mystery yeah there was that the divide f- yeah, exactly. Like the the mystery was kind of what made them famous. Yep. Uh, but now, like, if you like that, you kind of like disappearing. Like the f- most famous people, like in the world, are the people doing like it's crazy. I've thought about it, but like the most famous people in the world right now is probably YouTubers because everybody watches YouTube. Yep. And those are people who like interact with their audience every f- day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and it. It shows too, like Will Smith being one of the top YouTubers. It's like exactly that's it's, crazy. It's the transition, right? It's like that weird realization that holy crap, Will Smith is and ahead he, of the game right now, but he realizes where the attention is. Oh yeah, yeah. He re- he really like he went from being that mysterious kind of like what what's up with him to like just like figuring it out, and then like now he's all over now he's even more famous than he was even though he was hugely famous prior (laughs) it's just more it's 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 so crazy and i mean of course there's like those people who made a name for themselves and kind of i mean in some cases i think the whole mystery thing still kind of works but it's like it's there's 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 those few exceptions where, where that still works yeah. And it's the relevancy factor, right? It's like if you become mysterious nowadays, things change so quickly that you're almost irrelevant when you get shown again. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's 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 hard, though, like I said, because like, you know, I'm looking I'm looking at a lot of like rock sound and I'm looking at alternative press and I'm looking at all of their releases from the year. And I realized like. I, I honestly, I'm, I'm a super nerd. I, uh, I actually keep an Excel spreadsheet of all the CDs that come out and I rank them the time that I listen to them first. Right. So the first playthrough that I do, (laughs) I give it a score right then and right there. So that way I can't be skewed by the end of the year when I realize, oh, my top 10 albums all came out within the last four months. 
because <laughs> that's, you know, because naturally I'm going to forget. And if I were to do that, I'd be like, I'd be leaving off bands like the dangerous summer and I'd be leaving off bands like the wonder years. And it's like, obviously their albums were top notch this year. And it's just, it's yeah. so interesting to me to look back and like, people are like, Oh yeah, look back at 2018. And I'm like, bro, like it's so, so quick to forget so many things that happened this year. And so yeah. it, it's tough, you know, like you guys have made what three, three full music videos and then done a, you know, a vlog of your tour and all of these things. And it's like, it's so easy for people to just to watch it and then move forward. And so I think it's cool that you guys are, are maintaining that relevancy. And I think, I think it's, uh, I'm, I'm hoping that people start to appreciate it a little bit more and stop taking it for granted so much because <laughs> the amount of work and time that you have to put in is, is like crazy to me. Like how, Oh, oh hell yeah. How much time yeah, I, and how much energy are you dedicating to this on a regular basis? I'm probably the one who dedicates the most time to the band and it's probably always been like that. Uh, but like it, it depends. Uh, it totally depends. Like right now, not that much because there's like New Year's, Christmas. There's a lot. Yeah, of it's a little stuff slow time. Stuff to think about. Like I edited the the vlog things in like last month, and then I like scheduled them to be released throughout like a month and mm-hmm. made those videos. So not gonna lie, made all those things like in a week or so, and then I put them scheduled so I can like focus on other things while that stuff is like working for itself. Uh, but. I mean, it, it totally depends. When we make like albums, like at the end of a album recording, it's like every, every day at some point I do something. But then there's it's it's different. Like sometimes yeah. when we're like rehearsing before a, like a like a tour, it's a lot of time as well. But it it totally depends. It's like goes up and down all the time. Yeah. I mean, I I I consider myself a, a creative person, so. I kind of have to do other things as well or else, else I go crazy. Yeah. I understand so that feeling. <laughs> I, I, I create like all, 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 all kind of different things like on the side. Yeah. Not stuff that I like put out and show people, but just like try stuff out. And the other guys have their own like release releases. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some of them play, play video games all night. And, you know. <laughs> but yeah, but it, it differs. Like sometimes, I put a lot of time into it and sometimes we don't. And it's the same with the other dudes. Like for example, Leon, when we record, like when we're in a recording cycle, he puts a lot of time into it. But then when the cycle is over, since he mostly writes, he doesn't like make the videos and stuff. He kind of takes a backseat and focuses on like, I don't know, rehearsing his vocals and stuff. Yeah. Tours. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it differs. Yeah, for sure. But um, yeah. So well, like uh, we talked about it, like we, like I personally would like to be more, it's weird because like before Victory Records, we put up like snippets and videos and, and, uh, I would almost say we were like better on the social media thing, uh, for a while, but then we've been kind of like, what can we put out? What can we release? Like without before asking them and stuff yeah but this time with the, like the vault things we were like ah let's just put some stuff out I, it couldn't hurt and they haven't said anything they've just liked liked the posts yeah you know what i mean yeah so and i mean like it's it's weird it's it's crazy weird 
Yeah. The crazy thing is like, now we're talking about this thing like we are now. And fast forward to two years and this conversation would probably be totally different. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It, it changes all the time. It's crazy. But that's the, that's the cool part, right? That's, that's where it, it's, it's exciting, right? Cause um, it's exciting. It's fun. Like that's yeah. the thing, like making music, it's fun. It's fun. And it's, yeah. it's still fun. And so that's the most important thing because like you get, you, it's, this is, this sounds almost like cynical, but <laughs> with the amount of shit that is put on the internet today, like people will remember the Beatles forever because yeah. the Beatles were, came out in a time where there was the, these few artists that actually got on the screen and like were shown and blew, blown up to the, like the world and stuff like that. And it was that band and maybe like Rolling Stones and some more, but then they weren't more. Yeah. And people will remember them forever. Yep. When I, if we don't make like, I don't know, invent a, a spacecraft that could go to like Venus or some shit, <laughs> people will probably forget about us when we die or whatever. So like the most important thing is that you have fun like doing the stuff. Yeah. And do you, and you like cherish the, the different uh, experiences. Like I never thought I would be able to I'm a lazy person. Like I, <laughs> I would never be able to work up like money and do like a three month trip, like uh, traveling around in America. But I got to do that because of the band, and I got to do a lot of other cool stuff because of the band. Yeah, and that's the that's the important thing. Like what we've been able to do, you know what I mean? And yeah, and the band's only been that, able the the band's only been able to do what it's done because you and the other guys in the band are passionate about the music and genuinely just love what you're doing. And that, that right there is, is kind of conveyed to your audience and that builds your audience authentically yes. and organically. Yes, I think so. Yeah. And I just think that's so cool. I just think that's so rad. <laughs> I mean, yeah, for sure. It's, 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 it's fun. And I mean, like, I hope there's, there's some things that I want to like, check off my like there's some places i want to see and some things that i want to do before it before it all ends uh but we'll see like i mean we're still going yeah yeah that's yeah. awesome so what's what is the plan what is the next step because obviously um you know we got the new year starting up here what's what's kind of like the the goals for 2019 for the band I mean, like we talked about a bit more about like, I don't want to say too much because now. No, no, you don't have to. Anything that's proprietary, don't share. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, I don't want to say anything and put it on record because then it's embarrassing if we don't get to do it. But like, I mean, like traveling, there's places we've gotten offers to go to places that I've never been or no one, no one of us ever been that we want to kind of like. Uh, figure out somehow it's like very good tour offers in like foreign countries that's it's awesome just, it's just how and when and yeah that kind of stuff that's as sick well man. As, as well as like start figuring out how we can like develop our sound like since we made the last album and the same thing with album before like influences change all the time yeah some of us, some of us start listening to other genres and stuff, but uh, I'm actually 
going i'm gonna i'm gonna do have some sessions like just playing around with our guitar player recording some stuff see what see what happens awesome man but but in general like just keep going what we've never really done which i think is a good thing to start figuring out is like plan tours way longer ahead we have these like huge american tours once every year yeah but like try to figure out like europe because traveling to europe for us and doing a tour in europe is a matter of driving over a bridge yeah (laughs) you know what i mean it's not flying for like a day straight and getting visas and all that stuff it's like first time we toured the, the europe i didn't show my passport once yeah, because you're part of the EU. It's, it's all just, it's all there. Exactly. <laughs> so it's, it's very simple. And I think we need to work on our European crowds a little bit more uh, and try to get like a foothold in that whole scene. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it, I mean, it's a great scene, right? You got Don oh, Brocco, sure. you've got As It Is, you've got Rome. There's oh, so, UK is sick. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, there's so many great bands over there in, in Europe in general, right? In France and UK, oh, yeah. in Ireland and Scotland. I mean, there's so many great musicians and bands out there that, that uh, yeah. you guys could easily sure. join the, those, those bands. You know what I mean? It's, I, I think it'd be sick. Oh, yeah. Like, we're, we're always looking to, uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. It's like, yeah. How about this? How about, how about you just, you just plan on, uh, touching base with trash boat and then you guys and trash boat come here to Utah and play a, a show. That's, that's, that's what I think. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Actually never really listened to trash boat. You, you uh, should just listen. Cause just because they, they're like, I haven't had the time. I know Frederick, our singer, he's a big fan of Oh Trash dude. Their new album, he's, Crown Shyness, is like super great. You should you you would love it. He saw them in he saw them in Denmark, I think. And he talked to one of the members. Uh if it's not Trash it might be another band, but I think it's Trash Boat. And he asked them if they've been to America and he said and at that time they hadn't. Oh, okay. Which was kind of which was kind of crazy to me because yeah. they're doing they're doing well. Yeah, the, those guys had a really, really unfortunate run for for uh, um, Warp Tour. They they came for the Warp Tour and like their bus literally caught on fire and burned all oh, of their shit. stuff. And I, I'm like, dude, they came from the UK, and I was like, man, poor guys, that's so rough. Oh, that's so horrible. Yeah, like we've oh, there's like this last tour we had all the bands we toured with at one point had van issues. We didn't. Thank we goodness. Had, like th- this time we had a, like a, a guy who drove for us. Uh, oh, okay. now like one, one of our, like one of our friends. Yeah. He's like coolest dude ever. His name is Zach and he is like super into cars, oh, which, okay. we, which was super lucky. So as soon as something <laughs> like got weird, he like started, he fixed it himself. That's awesome. Like we've had so heard so many bands have like issues like with getting broken into yeah, we're in such luck. Out of the all the time we've toured in America, we've never had any issues. Better find some wood and knock on it, man. Kind of yeah, yeah, <laughs> dude, that's that's I'm, crazy. I'm gonna tell you one of the craziest stories. Uh, like we told we when we told another band that toured way more than we, they were like, "Oh, sh- that's never heard of." So you know how bands get their stuff stolen all the time. All the time, sadly, yeah. So so. We played, uh, we played in, oh, where was this, Lafayette? I, I can't remember. Somewhere in, oh, this was 
this was North or South Carolina. So it's oh, okay. not Lafayette. Okay. Uh, and we played a show and uh, our, the, the sack, the driver, he was like sitting in the car, sleeping or just like fiddling with his phone. And when we came out to the car, we were like starting to pack in our stuff and every, everyone was like, we had a good show. It's like a cool venue. And we looked through the car and then Leon was like, where's my backpack? His backpack with his MacBook and his uh, expensive like headphones uh-huh. and all that kind of stuff, like an external hard drive filled with like songs and shit he made. Yeah. Uh, we couldn't find it. And we were like, Shh, where is it? We looked through the whole venue, like run around everywhere. Yeah. And, and then he said like, all like from nowhere, I'm just going to see if this works. So he takes up his phone and he has this thing where he can like track his computer on his yeah, phone. Yeah, the find my, can, yeah. Mm-hmm, and he can see that there's a thing blipping on a McDonald's parking lot like uh, <laughs> kilom- uh, a kilometer down the road. Yeah. So he like scream at, to everyone like jump in the car, get in the car. And we drive down and there's this dude laying on the ground, like on his stomach, like a, like a, like a, like a girl with his legs in the, in the air. Like on the computer with his backpack, all like all the stuff like (laughs) thrown out on the sidewalk on his computer about to wipe his hard drive, like connected to the McDonald's Wi-Fi. Oh my gosh. This is some, some like, I don't know. I don't want to be too harsh, but some crackhead dude basically who, (laughs) who like sneaked in the car when no one saw him, like in a split second and like took the backpack. And he's like on his stomach and it would be, it's probably even crazier for him to see like a white van (laughs) into the parking lot, seeing like, seeing like six dudes jump out, like screaming. So he starts running, but the dumb dude had put his, the expensive headphones on his head, like trying him out on something. So Leon gets all the computer stuff and all the hard drives and all that stuff. He gets all that stuff. But the headphones are still like on the dude's head and he's running. So like we chased like this and he was like a ninja. He was like jumping <laughs> over fences. He was like under things and we're like, we're not that flexible. Yeah. We, are, yeah. we, we were way more people than he was. So <laughs> in the in the end, he got tired and he like threw the headphones and we got all the stuff back. That's amazing. But, but just the fact that like in a split, like the the one two minute window where he could like find my computer is there. We're going there now. Yeah. Dude, it's that's crazy, dude. That's so cool. <laughs> dude, that's just unheard of though. Like you said, like that's just, that's such a, that's such a great story to have. <laughs> it's, 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 it's unheard of of a band, like getting, the, the getting stuff their stuff back. back. Yeah. Not just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we've had, we, we had like met people who had like computers stolen, stolen. And it's crazy because you got to have your, the backpack you gotta have it on you at all times that's just sad man that sucks it's it's crazy yeah and it, it doesn't matter wherever you are you still gotta like keep an eye on it all times well, yeah but and he, it's it's just messed up because like even like uh recently the guy who was doing all the merch sales for um the band water parks and the other mm-hmm. band i don't know how but they found me like the guy who's doing their merch had ended up like through I don't know, however long it was, he ended up stealing like $18,000. Wait, wait, wait. Is this, wait, is, what tour is this? 
this was recently with uh, water parks and I don't know how, but they found me. They just barely did they finished. Tour, did, they, did they tour with a band called super whatever? I think so. Yeah. Okay. So the guy who plays bass in super whatever is the guy who drove us on this tour. Oh, for real? Yeah. That band's yeah, cool, real. man. I like, they, they released an album last year as, or this last year as well. It's been, a, it was a cool oh, album. Yeah. I, I like it. I think, I think super whatever is like, a. He actually got called in to like join the band. I don't know if he's like a like a like a full time member, but I think he's like the bass player. The band is like kind of a solo project. Oh, okay. Ish, but he's like playing bass for them now, basically. And I think he's doing another tour with another cool band, like later the next year or something. Yeah, I know. Super whatever's on Hopeless Records, so I mean they uh, they're definitely oh, doing yeah. all right. So. <laughs> oh yeah dude that's so I'm cool man super, so I've, I've only seen like pictures and videos from tour i'm so happy for the dude yeah that's so it's, cool like, su- such a cool tour yeah and he's like he's 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 such a sweet sweet man <laughs> uh, so i'm i'm super happy for him dude that's so but cool that, man small world very small that's so cool man thank you so much dude like that was really fun talking with you i uh I'm excited to see, you know, hopefully you guys are able to make it out here to to uh, to the U.S. again in 2019. And I can uh, I can check you guys out live because I've watched videos and stuff and I'm I'm really sad that I had to miss the last one that you came through. But uh, oh, man, no worries. I uh, we'll I'm a be, big we'll fan. Be back, hopefully. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the new album. I think it's super cool and I, I love the direction you guys are going. So uh, so I wish you the best of luck continuing going forward because because uh, I dig it. <laughs> I, I really appreciate it. And I know I speak for everyone. We're like, it's, it's, it's hard. It's, uh, it's hard. We're, we're Swedish people and Swedish people are weird with compliments, but like we're <laughs> from the bottom of our hearts. We're super, we're super grateful. It's, it's awesome. Thank well, you. Very awesome, much. man. And, uh, I guess, um, once again, have a happy new year, but, uh, thank you again for your time, dude. It was, uh, it was really fun getting no to worries. know you and talk with you. Absolutely. Right back at you, dude.